Welcome to a new episode of Real Leadership, where we discuss leadership ideas for the real estate professional. Our show is hosted by Bob McKinnon, who has been in the real estate industry for nearly 50 years, serving in many positions of leadership during that time. Bob is a certified leadership trainer with the John Maxwell team, as well as the Og Mandino Leadership Institute. Bob is in a perfect position to find and share some of the best ideas from great leaders within our industry. Here's our host, Bob McKinnon. Well, welcome to our Real Estate Leadership Podcast, where we discuss leadership ideas for the real estate professional. You know, our goal is to bring to leaders in the real estate world some of the most innovative and interesting leadership personalities on the planet. And today, well, let me put it this way. For those of us in real estate for many years, you'll, you remember the first time you heard Richard Flint, and you will never forget it. Richard comes on stage with these flashy shirts and his shoes, and he leaves an impression. But I'm going to tell you personally, more than that, Richard leaves a mark on your mind and your soul. Uh, Richard is and has always been one of the deepest thinkers out there on the circuit. He's an author, he's a speaker, and a coach with just unbounded energy for 35 years. Uh, Richard has spoken to thousands and thousands of people, not only in, on stage, but through his books and seminars. Um, the first time uh, you and I met, Richard, so first of all, welcome, my friend. It's good to have you on this, this uh, podcast with us today. Well, Mr. Bob, I've been looking forward to this because you're, you're one of my special people that has come through my life. And so I have really been looking forward to this time uh, together with you. <laughs> Thank you. You know, we first met in 1988. You, you started in 84. And uh, in those early days, you were speaking just to real estate people. In fact, um, I think you said that um, the Women's Council gave you your start and you were talking to realtors. Well, in 1988, Century 21 had one of its largest conventions in Las Vegas. There were thousands and thousands of people there from all over the world. And uh, that's when I first met you. And I'll, I'll never forget it. You came out on stage. You skipped across the stage uh, with amazing energy and style, uh, profound uh, material up on, your, up on the screen, and made a huge difference. From then on, you've, I've been in your audience dozens and dozens of times. Now, it was just last year here in Dallas, you were one of our keynotes for the Exit Realty Leadership Conference. And um, boy, they they still remember. That's probably the best presentation I've seen you do ever, my friend. It was good to have you. Thank you. Now, let's, let, well, first of all, let, let me just ask you to share with us uh, some of your material, some of your work, uh, books that we can read, uh, workshops we can attend, things you have upcoming. Yeah. Bob, we have a, a couple of things. And, you know, I've written 19 books. Uh, I've got two more books that will be out this year. Uh, we're constantly working and researching trying to help people with the most common struggles in their life. If God's given me one gift, it's the ability to take what is confusing to people and show them the pathway to clarity. The challenge with that is that most people would rather stay in their confusion than face it and overcome it. I get asked all the time, what percentage of people do you think ever listen to anything you say and use it? 
And as far as it goes to using it, I think 2%. And, and that's tragic. But the thing that I've learned over the years, most people are really comfortable in sameness because stepping out of that world of sameness is challenging. So what I'm doing now in my whole mission, my whole crusade has never changed, is we're trying to really concentrate on major, major points of confusion in people's lives. And a couple of things we have coming up uh, February 7th, which is a Thursday at 10 a.m. in the morning, we're doing our second live webinar. And this one's entitled Expanding Your Possibilities, because most people are so busy being busy, they don't slow down to see what's being offered their life. Mm -hmm. And then this summer, July 26th through 28th, we're doing my 29th Star Maker event, uh, where we gather 200 people. And this year, we're going to be in Callaway Gardens in Pine Mountain, Georgia. And my theme is It's Time. Uh, so many times I hear people talk, it's time to do this, it's time to do that, it's time to get this done, but they never get to it. So our theme is it's time. And then for the first time, Bob, something I've wanted to do for basically 15 years, we're going to do this year. We're going to do a leadership retreat. It's limited to 20 people. And the dates are May 14 through 17 in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And my theme for this is the five faces of exceptional leadership. No. And this is going to be one of the deepest things that people ever go through because most leadership training is very surface. And this is going to dig down real deep. And it's not going to be me lecturing. It's going to be all 20 of us talking together to see what it means to be an exceptional leader. And all of this is uh, on my website. If someone would go to richardplint.com, click on events, uh, they would see Star Maker and they would see the retreat. Uh, but this retreat is only for those who are really serious about wanting to push forward because it's no longer enough to be good or to be great. If you're not exceptional, you're losing. No. You know, that's intriguing. Uh, 20 people in very, and this is not just real estate leaders. These are realtors no. across the board. No, we've got people with the people we've had who have signed up already. They're coming from multiple different industries because I hear all the time, you know, we're the only one that goes through this. All industries go through the same challenges. It's just we don't slow down to really listen. And this is going to be four days of listening and not reacting, but responding with clarity so that we can go back with a mindset we've never had before. I mean, to me, one of the most important things we're going to talk about is the difference between a leader, leadership, and leading. Mm. And those are three very different ideas that somehow we put all in one basket, and you can't put those three in the same basket. No doubt. Well, you know what? Uh, I'll talk to you about reserving a few seats at, at that event. I would love to be there personally. So, so Richard, let's um, let's talk real estate. Um, with all these years, then, uh, and starting in real estate, you've seen us, you've watched us. Let me, from your historic perspective of the leadership, the uh, real estate industry. Uh, as far as we leaders and leading this industry, what have you observed? Uh, what do you think's gotten us here today? And, and what have we been focusing on? What's your opinion of it? Well, I'm going to be very upfront with you. And just because I only thing I know how to do is to be very honest with with your people. And that is what I'm seeing today is the decline of leadership. And we brokers and owners and people who manage offices today, 
They're not managing an office. They're managing an orphanage. And they come and we put, our emphasis today has changed drastically from trying to help our people with their personal skills to putting everything into technology. And I wish people would understand that technology is a tool. It's not the answer. It's a tool. And that tool has to be used by people who really are in the industry for the right reason. If an agent comes into real estate only to make money, they're going to become a negative part of a company. Mm -hmm. But if they're here to create a presence that has presence when they're not present and they really care about that agent and they demonstrate that through their behavior of caring, then they can grow. I told you earlier that yesterday I was in Miami speaking to a large uh, lending company, mortgage company, and they had invited 15 of their top realtor customers to set in on the presentation I was doing. And it was interesting to listen to them talk about the, the demise of the real estate industry when it comes to personal care, that there's so many of the new agents today that don't know how to take care of a customer. They know how to send an email. They know how to get on the Internet. But when it comes to the personal contact, they don't know how to do it. And their world to them has become very frustrating with companies that put people in in their company. But these people do not have the personal skills to really demonstrate customer care. Technology is a tool. It's not the answer, but it's becoming the answer. And when technology becomes the answer, we're disconnecting from the customer. And people today just don't seem to understand what customer service is all about. The Internet is not customer service. It's a tool to be used to deliver customer service. Mm. And I wish we could understand that more. So just quickly then, how, if you were a real estate broker out there today, what would you do differently? Well... First of all, I'd be present in my company, in my office. Okay. And I wouldn't be someone who sits in my office waiting for my agents. I would be someone who would go out and spend time with my agents, especially my new agents who don't know what they're doing. I would become stronger in the ethics of how we do business because ethics and real estate had also something that has sort of gone downhill because we don't want to confront people for the fear we might lose an agent. But yet every agent, every real estate agent that sits in your office is the reputation of that company. And again, if you could have heard these 15 realtors yesterday talking about the unethical things that they're seeing today, and it's not the, it's, it's not the agent that's the issue. It's the leader, the broker, the manager, who will not hold their people accountable for the fear that they might lose their people. Bob, the number one reason top agents leave a company, and I've told, they've told me this over and over again, is that their reputation is in that company. And when you don't have an ethical foundation to how we do business and we live by the seat of our pants and everything goes, all of a sudden their reputation is being affected. You know, I have, I have an agent in uh, Pinehurst that I'm working with. And she's just now starting her own company because she's tired of dealing and working in a company where the people that represent that company affect her reputation. And she mm -hmm. hears it when she's out there. Somehow we've got to get back to, the, to accountability and lose the fear of losing agents and start building a foundation 
where we become known because of the quality of what we do. Yes. We, um, I have a friend here in Exit Realty, Janice Petaway, who told a story of years ago being kind of down. Maybe she had lost a deal or something, and she was... She went into her office looking around <clears throat> for someone to go to lunch with. And she said, I stood at the door and there was no one in that room that I even wanted to have lunch with. And she left the company immediately. Isn't that tragic? Yep. Yeah. And that was really a, a, a stunning story. And I think a lot of that's going on. Well, <clears throat> before we leave that, though, what you're talking about, Richard, is work. I mean, for, for me, the real estate broker, who's probably doing um, several transactions myself, and uh, I'm busy, and I've got a lot of distraction, that's, that's really work to go back there and get out on that sales force and invest the time and energy. So how do I change that mindset? Well, one of the things I see in several real estate companies is that the manager should never be selling. Because the manager who's selling, first of all, becomes competition to their agents. Second of all, if it comes between helping an agent managing a deal, they're going to manage the deal. And if you're going to manage, you manage. If you're going to lead, you lead. And it seems like that too many times the broker, and I know this is true in a lot of places, the broker becomes the number one salesperson. Mm -hmm. And you have a lot of people who buy a real estate office who have been a salesperson and they don't know how to change hats. They don't know how to cross that bridge from being a salesperson to the leader. And when they can't lead, all of a sudden, the company becomes the Wild West and anything goes. Mm -hmm. we got to get back to helping leaders understand what it means to lead. That's why I put together this retreat, because I just get so frustrated in watching companies that could grow, watching companies that could excel, watching companies that could be so successful. And yet the real issue is not the agents. And if people could understand this, the behavior of everything, every agent in a company is consistent with the design that leadership has created. And if you're not leading, then you're participating in the self-destruction of your company. Yeah. And you mentioned uh, in one of your presentations that there's no such thing as sitting still. Yeah. I mean, I get people who, and, and, and this comes back to the concept of fear and fear holds so many people hostage. And so what happens when you're standing still, which you can't stand still, there's only two things a human life can do. They can go in circles or they can go for it. And what, what happens with so many real estate managers and brokers is that they're standing still. They're fearful of making the decisions they need to make. And that fear goes back to the loss of agents. Bob, if you don't have a common purpose, common agenda, and common commitment with your agents, you don't have agents. You have people who are filling a desk and you're hoping they're going to do something. <laughs> every company that's going to grow, every company that's going to excel, every company that's going to move forward in this transitional world we're living in today is going to do it by establishing a common purpose. That common purpose is here's the reason we're in business. It's not to make money. It's to create a presence that has presence when we're not present. That's repeat and referral business. Yeah. But they also got to have a common agenda where this is how we're going to do it. And we got to quit talking about principles and, uh, you know, things. 
The company's got to be driven by a set of laws. This is who we are. This is how we do it. And if you don't want to play by the rules, you don't have to be here. Mm-hmm. And that common agenda is where we know that we are together in what we're doing. And then there's got to be a common commitment where I have to know and you have to know we have each other's back. But to do that, I got to have that purpose that's clear. Here's who we are. Here's what we want to achieve in business. I got to have that common agenda where I know we're working together and we're all on the same page. I mean, what happens if you have an office where this agent does this, this agent does that, and there's not that commonality? There is no partnership. I don't believe in teams. I am just not a person who believes in teams. I believe that exceptional companies build partnerships with their people where they all are on the same page and they respect each other. And that respect is shown through the attitude and the behavior of their people. And when you have that and you put that with that common commitment, I'm going to promise you something. You will grow, but you don't grow because you don't have a common purpose, common agenda and common commitment. And I see it every day in every industry. So if you and I walked into a thousand real estate offices as we as many as we've been in, excuse me, over the years, I suspect we can feel the culture in that office immediately. Now, so what you're talking about is developing a culture within my company where, number one, we start with rules. So you actually mentioned three definitions. There's a manager, there's a salesperson, and there's a leader. In order to set this culture that you're talking about, You've got to be a little of all three. Is that right? Well, uh, to set that culture, you've got to have that connection between. The leader has to be a person who leads. It, a leadership is a person. And uh, it is that person and their personality and the consistency of who they are. You've got to have the agent, the salesperson, who understands that I am here representing this company. I am going out because I believe in this company and I have the value and the training and the knowledge to bring value to people's life. And, And then you've got to have that office where in that office, we are a family and that family spirit prevails. I mean, if all you've got are distant relatives coming into the office, there's going to be conflict. That's why you'll never get me away from the concept of a common purpose, common agenda and common commitment. We go into 100 real estate offices, Bob, and I'm going to tell you something. Maybe three will actually be an office that's functioning to the level of moving toward tomorrow. Most offices are designed to repeat. You know this from the training you do. I mean, you do training every day. And how many people set through training and then go back and never make a difference in their office? They don't use what you teach because it's too frightening. So... Leadership means I'm taking them someplace. I'm preparing for the journey. So as a leader, I'm leading real estate agents towards something. One of the most important things that I can be leading my agents toward? Well, you got to lead them toward uh, having a, a personal development and internal strength of knowledge. You see... Here's what I've seen. Most agents who come in, first of all, they come to real estate because they're curious, not because they're committed. (laughs) And it is the role of leadership to take that curiosity and through the right training 
and through the right understanding to take them from curiosity or excitement to enthusiasm. And the difference between those two is that when I'm curious, I look for possibilities. When I'm enthusiastic, I look for opportunities. That is a whole different mindset. And then I hold my agents accountable. If this is the laws of this office, if this is who we are, how we do what we do, and you don't want to play by the laws, you can't stay here. Once someone breaks the law, it starts tearing the office apart because now you've got inconsistencies. And Bob, there are three things that destroy a company, inefficiencies, inconsistencies, and non-partnership people. When you have those three things, you are trapped. You are trapped in a self-destructive environment that at some point is going to raise its ugly head and destroy you. The leader has to have the internal strength to hold people accountable because sometimes they don't hold them accountable because they need the deal. If the deal is more important than your reputation, you got an issue. We don't only need the deal, but we need that realtor and we don't want to uh, run them off. So um, <clears throat> if I walked into, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm having a little trouble this morning. If we walked into Richard Flint Realty today, how, how, how do we, what do we see you doing? How often are you talking to your people? What are you talking to them about? What are your messages? Well, my, my first message is, are you part of the, are you part of who we are? Do you understand the purpose? Are you willing to commit to how we do things? And if we, you can help us improve, great. And are you really committed to helping this company grow? Second thing, I'm going to do a diversity of training. Yes, I'm going to help you understand technology. Yes, I'm going to help you understand some of the technical sides or administrative side of this business because real estate school does not teach them what they need. But the third thing, I'm going to help you develop as a person. Uh -huh. I'm going to help you to get stronger inside so that outwardly you can have the belief, the trust, and the faith in yourself that I will do this. And then I'm going to hold you accountable. I'm not going to send you to training because Exit has some of the greatest training in the world, but if you go through the training, but no one holds you accountable when you get back, that training is a waste of time, it's a waste of energy, and it's been a waste of money. You've got to help people understand the big picture of selling real estate. It's more than technology. It's learning people skills. Yes, yes. And you know, from my personal point of view, that's when it really gets fun. I mean, managing things, naming things, coming and going, it is not fun. But when you start seeing a, a human being that you have touched grow and get more confident and earn more money, isn't that just one of the most enjoyable things that leaders have to experience? We need to celebrate the success of our agents. We need to every day do mental and emotional hugs to our people and let them know that you care about them. They matter and that you're here to help them. But if I'm a absent manager and the only thing I do is walk around and I don't really invest in my people, you're going to be hurting the entire company because if people aren't growing through leadership that is growing, the company will self-destruct. Yeah. So if I'm if today my real estate company is not what I want it to be, it's um, <clears throat> not growing as fast or 
I don't like it. You know, I, I actually heard a real estate broker tell me one day, I said, I walked out on my sales floor and I don't like what I have. <laughs> so if I were going to turn it, turn something around or turn it towards something better, where does that start and how do I do it? I want to make a major change in my real estate company in 2019. How well, does that start? Well, there's, there's a step here. First thing, I got to get honest about my own company. You know, is this the company that I really want it to be? Because the behavior, again, of all people is consistent with what the broker, the manager lets them do. Am I happy with this? If not, I got to come back and understand I'm the issue. Now, the second thing they need to do, Bob, is they need to, to be at my May retreat in Santa Fe, New Mexico, <laughs> because we're going to take them to a level where their understanding of leadership is beyond anything that they've ever had. Yeah. And the third thing they got to do, Bob, and this is critical, they've got to hold people accountable to the laws of the company. Sure. This is who we are. This is what we demand that you be. And if you can't be part of us, I can send you to a real estate company where it doesn't matter who you are. Reputation is created by the connection of the company, the agent to the customer. And if that connection is not positive, there is no repeat and referral business. One last time, let me say this. What you really want as a company in all aspects is to create a presence that has presence when you're not present. That's the key to repeat and referral business. It's the environment, it's the attitude, it's the foundation, it's the law, it's the quality of the people that make the difference. I'm going to ask you a personal question. You know, just listening to you, Richard, I'm always um, most impressed with your creativity. I mean, I've known you all these years, and you're constantly coming up with new thoughts, new material. How do you do that? Yeah, the key, Bob is that I listen. I listen to so many people's conversations. The other part is I ask questions. And what I look for are what are the common struggles that people are going through, not just in one industry, but across the board. The struggles in other industries are the same struggles that we have in real, have in real estate. And the issue all comes back to people. It comes back to leadership, leading people, and creating an environment of leadership where the people are together in purpose, agenda, and commitment. Anywhere those three are missing, it's an internal war going on, yes. and it will destroy the company. You've seen it. Yes, indeed. So <clears throat> that's just what we're not hearing. We, You keep telling us that in your books and your material, and we're just not hearing it. This is a very, very open opportunity. I've never seen anything like this opportunity, uh, Richard, in real estate today, as there's so many what they call interrupters and disruptors and disrespecters and all kind of stuff going on. And to me, we're falling for it. Uh, we are we're falling for all this stuff. We're, we're fearful when, in fact, the simplicity of your message today is it is and always be those people around you that count the most. Yeah. Number one thing, Bob, that a human wants to know is that they matter. One more thought here real quickly. What I'm seeing with a lot of managers and brokers today, they're tired. Mm -hmm. They're tired of fighting with people. They're tired of just what's not happening. <laughs> and rather than addressing the issue, 
they sort of put their blinders on and go around it. Hmm. And when they do that, their company becomes an orphanage. It becomes self-destructive. And it's going to get to the place where there won't be a company. I'm seeing it every day in every industry where people don't seem to understand. It's not about having a building with your name on it. It's about having the quality of people who are working to make you exceptional at what you do. An exceptional real estate company in any market will grow. This is profound, Richard. I, and imagine, imagine you had about five real estate brokers sitting in a circle around you. My last question to you is, lean forward and tell us what your personal advice would be to us uh, from your heart to ours as we're building our enterprise. What would that advice be? It would be two things, Bob. Number one, stop playing like you own a company. Treat your business like a business, not like something that you're just playing with. And number two, get serious about being the leader of your company. Mm. Don't worry about losing people, but make your company have a foundation where we be are becoming exceptional because we're not going to change our purpose, our agenda, or our commitment. We're going to improve it. But every day we're going to work to build a company where people are the reputation that we want as they walk out that door and touch the lives of people. And that's not, that's not their issue. That's the lack of leadership. Yes. So the truth is the stronger I am as a parent, as a leader, as a broker, the stronger my people will be. Yeah. Let me just leave you with this. What, at the retreat, like I told you, we're going to talk about leader, leadership, and leading. Here's the difference. Leader is a person. Mm -hmm. Leadership is a personality. And leading is the process that we put in place. And there's always a process in place. But it all goes back to that person who has the personality that understands we've got to create a presence that's present when we're not present. Now repeat those again. The three are leader. Leader, leadership, and leading. Leader is the person, leadership is the personality, leading is the process that the person with their personality is building their company upon. And you always know that when you look at the internal workings of a company. Are they together in purpose, agenda, and commitment? Or is it the Wild West? Hmm. Richard, I love and admire you, my friend. You are um, a gem to us, and I can't thank you enough on a personal level for you sharing this. I know you're so, so busy. You're between airplanes, and um, to take the time to do this, personal favor, and I'm grateful, my friend. Well, I, I would do anything in the world with, if it was possible and ethical that you would ask me to do. And, Bob, I'd love the opportunity to come to some of the exit regions and uh -huh. share with the people. But it's real interesting when you find that if we have to choose today between technology and helping our people grow, most of the time we're going to choose technology. And that's just a way of avoiding the real issue. Well, that seems to be a phase we're in, and I hope it's short-lived. Richard, my friend, God bless you in your travels and the touching. You said earlier that if there's 100 people in the room, you might touch three of them. Well, here's to those three you're going to touch today.
Yeah. And if people would like more information on anything, just go to richardflint.com. Got it, my friend. Got All it. Right. Thank you so much, Richard. All right. Safe travels. Thank you very much for tuning into this podcast. We hope you've heard an idea or two that affirms your dedication to be the best leader you can be. Feel free to contact Bob with questions or suggestions for a new show at bobmckinnon21 at gmail.com. Remember, our profession needs strong leadership at all levels, so go out there and be one today.